You are listening to a Natural Products Insider Podcast. With Heather Granado, Vice President, Content, Health and Nutrition. Brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6th through 10 in Las Vegas. Well, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast. I'm Heather Granado, the VP of Content and Informa Health and Nutrition. Joining me today is Breeze Tenser. She's the Executive Director at the Organic Farming Research Foundation. Breeze, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Breeze, you'll be speaking uh, as part of our new Escabona at Supply Side experience. We're excited to roll this out this year. It's a pavilion with sponsoring suppliers who are really committed to this good food movement. We really are looking at the importance of a good food future, really focusing on how do we start that from the supply chain. Uh, Our pavilion will not only include these sponsoring companies that are committed to change, but also free education for our attendees around key topics. And Breeze, you'll be speaking on Friday, November 9th at 1130 on the state of organics. So obviously lots to address there. Um, Would love to talk a little bit about some of the issues facing the industry. You know, one in particular that I've certainly seen uh, in discussions among industry folks is this issue of consumer demand. We're seeing so much interest from consumers around organic. It seems to be that that demand is Uh, unfortunately, outpacing the supply side. That's true. Certainly, it depends on product by product and place by place. But overall, um, consumer demand is definitely outpacing domestic supply, uh, which means we're importing a significant amount of product from overseas. Um, I'm a believer in organic food and organic farming. And I think the changes in global food production um, increasingly into organic methods, I think is a good thing wherever that happens. But there certainly is a lost opportunity that we're not keeping up with that consumer demand domestically. Um, Absolutely. Are there ways that we could maybe support the uh, supply chain and development of uh, more organic? Well, I think that of the domestic brands, they're, they're certainly seeing growth in their organic products and the demand for those. Um, so I think there's awareness of the, the processors and the retailers that that's an area where we need to grow. Um, in my mind, one of the bagel bottlenecks is really uh, in the production side, on the farm side. And quite frankly, we're simply not investing enough in supporting our farmers to get through the three years it takes to transition land from conventional practices into organic um, and there's a real learning curve there. There's different practices that need to be used, different strategies for managing uh, pests, disease, soil health without the traditional inputs that conventional farming might rely upon. There's economic hurdles and there's education resources, cultural support. Um, certainly we're seeing pockets of the country where uh, organic farming is becoming more common and suddenly you see burst of growth and activity in those areas. What um, is sometimes referred to as hot spots. Um, and one of the reasons for that is because farmers really mentor each other and provide resources, support, uh, also support creation of infrastructure, who's going to buy the organic products, pick it up, process it, um, create that segregated supply chain. And, um, you know, we, we do need to, I think, if we want to keep supporting the growth 
of organic production domestically, really be investing in, in the tools for the, the farmers. Absolutely. That uh, issue of infrastructure is certainly one that uh, how how do things get from a field all the way into my my bowl of breakfast cereal? I think a lot of folks just have no understanding of uh, the many, many paths that things have to take to market. Absolutely. And I think what probably folks at supply side have a better understanding of than most is it's a long and complicated pathway sometimes. And for organic products, it's not just the way those uh, ingredients are farmed, although that certainly is a significant part of it. But then those products that have been farmed in this different way under these very rigorous standards that prohibit any of the toxic inputs and rely on more ecological systems to grow their products. But then you have to maintain the integrity of that product all the way through the supply chain, which means um, keeping it segregated, keeping it identified, keeping it labeled, um, you know, not letting it intermingle with, with product, whether in processing, handling, packaging, et cetera. So there's a real um, uh, challenge in, in, in that in terms of the infrastructure for certain crops in certain regions. And certainly where we have more organic products, there's more infrastructure to support that. But um, in some parts of the country and for some ingredients, that's still a real challenge. What are some steps that maybe the finished product brands could take to support the development of more organic agriculture and organic farmers? Hmm. That's a great question. Well, certainly, I think showing commitment for the farmers, I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in the product. But um, at the end of the day, we have to remember that there is farmers behind these products. Um, and we need companies to both be supporting investment. Uh, in, in research, in organic practices, financially supporting the farmers, um, being willing to make longer-term contracts to buy from those farmers, um, particularly when you're asking farmers to transition into organic. Um, they need that security that if, if they invest those three years to transition their land from conventional into organic, um, and those can be challenging years for a farmer because you're basically using fully organic practices but not yet able to sell that product as organic. And one of the things we hear from farmers is uh, they're looking for contracts where they know buyers will support them when, when they've transitioned their product into organic. So that's a really great, great way. But we definitely encourage suppliers to be involved in um, speaking out in, in public policy, uh, letting Congress and the Department of Agriculture know that they support investing in organic farming and the programs that support those farmers, research, education, extension, um, helping organic farmers get equal access to key federal programs from crop insurance to conservation programs, things that organic farmers haven't always had equal access to. But having, having the buyers, having people all the way up the supply chain speak out and, and lend their voice in support of, of the farmers and their success um, is really important. I love that idea that the importance of, you know, full industry uh, participation, the importance of activism. And certainly, I think as we see more interest from consumers, as well as all the way through the supply chain around transparency and even the use of technology to make sure that where things go is, you know, very transparent and, oh gosh, I didn't know that that was actually being done to my food. Uh, I do think there will be more interest uh, all across the supply chain and, and demand for what people are really looking for. 
it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of studies out there that show that there is still a fair amount of consumer confusion about what organic is and what it really means. Um, and yet what I think is fascinating about that is, well, we have a huge opportunity to keep educating consumers about what it really means to be organic and the farming practices behind that and the confidence they can have in certified organic products. Um, but even with that sense that not all consumers fully understand what it means, they still are choosing to buy it at increasing rates. The growth of the organic demand continues to grow. Um, I think individuals, families, somewhere inherently know that, that those products are, are good for them, good for their families, um, and are providing environmental benefits as well. Um, so it's an incredible opportunity to keep supporting um, what I would call the, the triple net of food that's healthy for families, healthier for the environment, and certainly healthy for supporting the success of rural economies. So why is now the time that the industry really needs to collectively support and invest in organic production and to support these organic farmers? Well, I think a lot is riding on being able to continue to maintain the momentum that we've built. Um, I think this, this, this dynamic of increasing demand, it's a growth area for many, many um, companies. Um, and, and I think this dynamic that we're increasingly importing our organic products creates this um, potential for some instability. We want to support our nation's capacity to meet the demand. Um, and we have, a, we have a lot at stake. I mean, I look at it from the farmer side, and we may have probably in the range of 6% of, of food sales in this country now being um, driven from the organic sector. But production-wise, I would say about 1% of acreage of U.S. farmland is inorganic. Um, that's a real imbalance. Um, but consumers get nervous when they realize that what they're buying is coming from all parts of the world. Um, certainly, there's some products that will always be brought and traded and moved internationally because of what's grown and what climates. Um, but things that we can grow and grow really well um, here domestically, it's a lost opportunity. And we have to invest. We have to invest soon. We have to support the farmers. We have to support making sure that those products are going into um, the, the diverse organic uh, foods and products and ingredients that we're, we're selling and, and moving. And it's really um, you know, inherently linked to that, that consumer confidence and our ability to produce it, produce it locally, and produce it with integrity. I totally agree. I think as we have this move to an interest in transparency, organic is so well positioned to tell that strong story to consumers and could really bolster all, all segments of the natural products industry if people are willing to come together and really use our strength in that direction. Absolutely. And what I think is exciting about organic is that in a, in a broader sector of, of the, the natural food fiber um, lifestyle is organic as a label that has so much integrity behind it. The, the definition is so robust, um, the national oversight of it, it, you know, it is a federally regulated label with um, very uh, robust definition that had a lot of input from, from the public, from the consumers, from the farmers, processors, et cetera, and that then you have to have that third-party certification um, by an accredited certifier. So you know that there's a real robust level of confidence in what you buy when you get it, that you're getting something really specific 
It has a lot of oversight. And I think that's one of the important things because there's a lot of labels that can be used sort of loosely that don't understand. But this is one that has an incredible amount of definition and enforcement around it. And we should embrace that and celebrate it, um, helping get consumers something they really want. Well, I look forward to celebrating all of that and uh, even learning more in your presentation at Supply Side West. I'm very excited to be there. My first time at Supply Side West, and I'm really looking forward to sharing some of our, our work and ideas on how to continue to support the organic sector. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Breeze, again uh, for our audience. Uh, you'll be speaking on Friday, November 9th at 1130 at the Escobona Pavilion, which is booth 5301 in the Expo Hall at Supply Side West. You can find more information on the show and the Escobona at Supply Side Experience at SupplySideWest.com. We'll look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas, November 6th to the 10th, and back with you soon with more Healthy Insider Podcasts. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6th through 10 in Las Vegas.